Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. So welcome back to the podcast. My name is Joseph Clough and this is episode 582. Now this is being broadcasted live on YouTube, which is youtube.com slash Joseph Clough, or we're actually doing it on Facebook as well, but they've actually kind of stopped the stream once or twice. So I prefer uh, YouTube, but if you are on Facebook, we go live onto that page, which is facebook.com slash Joseph's fan page. Now, in this episode, and this was actually a co-creation of an episode, so Benjamin was on the stream and he said about this subject and about half hour before I went live, I had this thought as well. So I'm going to take and take that subject and run with it because I feel like that's what we should do today. I had two other subjects in mind, but I think this is this is more important and this is for those and there's gonna be for many many people because of the world's events that we've been through the last year and a half or so it has meant a lot of isolation it's meant even not walking or walking from home it's it's created lots of different unique challenges and i say challenges because i don't see things as problems i see them as opportunities to grow to adapt in fact on a previous episode i was talking about resiliency and also innovation so when times are hard it is the perfect opportunity to be resilient and also innovative in who we are and where we're heading now it happens time and time again in business when it comes to the innovation you when everything is saying no is our opportunity to say yes let's create something there's a, a gap somewhere there's a limiting aspect but i wanted to apply it to ourselves because there are many people starting or who have or will be very soon getting back into the workplace now that's and this from what I've spoken to with my, my clients who either run businesses or who are wanting to excel in their business. That's, that's my business. Mainly I work with uh, business owners, entrepreneurs, or those who want to be able to get that promotion, like more career orientated and uh, to let go of limiting beliefs. And this past year and a half has created a new dynamic. So you may resonate with this. And even if you don't, Use what I'm saying to apply to your own situation because it still works. It's still a strategy. It's still a thought. It's still an idea that can create an adaption in your behavior and therefore your results and your outcomes. But as we go back to work, as we start to 
connect with people we haven't seen or we've been in physical contact for a long time. It brings this other issue in mind where just like the world changed, organizations changed as well. So sometimes, and maybe for you listening to this at home or if you're watching live right now, the business that you're in as an owner or as someone who is within the business as an employee, in other words, that organization has changed, has had to adapt, has had to evolve, and it can mean a rearrangement. Now, I remember years ago when I was um, living Cambridge in England, and I used to be hired to work with like the city council and things. And if you know anything about council councils, they change a lot, like government, right? There's always new budgets. And one of my jobs with my dad, actually, we used to go there as a team, was to be able to manage that transformation, to be able to get the people the knowledge and the idea, because there can be lots of misconceptions. And maybe you feel like when you're going back to work, there is anxiety. Maybe there is worry, there is doubt, maybe there is the imposter syndrome. Maybe there's a part of you thinking, well, business has changed, now my, my organization has changed, is adapted. And in some cases, it means that we've got to compete. We've got to make ourselves feel of value. Because there is a reorganization in many businesses at any time, let alone in economic times, let alone in the year and a half time of the past. So it's easy to see why we might go, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, am I needed? Am I wanted? Can I perform? It's been such a long time. Maybe you have those worrying doubts of, like I said, the, the imposter, the inner critic. And it's a relevant thing that we've got to really be conscious of. You're like, you gotta pay attention in other words. If you're not paying attention to this, you might, you know, I don't wanna like put things in our future, but we might be blindsided by decisions. And this is our perfect time to show why we're of value. Now, on the one hand, we know that we can be anxious, we can be worried, we can be fearful. We might feel like we're not enough, we're not capable, that imposter syndrome, that anxiety kicks in. On the one hand, which is your unconscious fears, is your unconscious beliefs. It's the stories we've been telling ourselves. Now, for some of you, it may be since you're a kid. Like when I speak to my clients, many times the decisions that we made, the beliefs that we had were formulated when we were younger. Maybe we didn't get the attention that we wanted. Maybe we were told that we weren't enough. Maybe we were held up to a high standard that we had to be a perfectionist. We felt like we had to. And those can be played out as an adult. It doesn't mean we had, we've, I mean, for some people it's happened for many, many years, like a constant battle. But sometimes it can be left dormant. Like it can be left dormant within us until we are triggered. 
And in other words, the triggered aspect, I mean the unconscious aspect. We get triggered by something. Our unconscious mind goes, oh my goodness, I remember way back then, and this happened to me. Now, you may not even be consciously aware of that event or se uh, sequence of events. But somewhere along the line, your unconscious mind records everything. And therefore, when we're going through this change, this, this opportunity to adapt, we feel a level of scarcity. That what if I'm not going to make it? What if this imposter syndrome, this is when it really kicks in? When I need to be able to be in my job or I need to show my value more than ever before, it kicks in. And I don't want that to happen. I don't want that anxiety. I don't want that fear. So maybe you feel like that at times, even beyond the year and a half, like I said, right? We've been put on so much pressure throughout the years, they can cause us to doubt who we are. Now, I know that you may logically resonate with this. In other words, what I'm about to say, you might absolutely have a dissonance to exactly what I'm going to say. And that's okay. You don't have to take on what I'm saying. You know, you can like just pause it. You can just go to a different channel. I mean, it's okay. I, I won't be offended. I don't get offended because I respect you're a model of the world. But these are, this is my model of the world. And that's something which may be of value to you. So... There'll be that part of us, unconsciously, which will be doubting our belief systems or our own self-belief. And it's not a conscious thing that we do. We feel it consciously. You feel the anxiety. You feel the dread. You feel it like that, like waking up at five o'clock in the morning, contemplating your future in terms of your career. Like... It happens. Now, consciously, we don't want it, but there's a part of you that is concerned because, you know, that part of you is trying to protect you. It may feel bad. It may be inappropriate in the outcome of how it makes you feel, but unconsciously, there's a positive intention there. And we want to make sure that we can get our unconscious mind back on track. And as I said, logically, you might get this, but I'm also not here to paint wild dreams because you might need help from someone, right? Now you can do it by yourself and that's good and great. I love that, that's empowerment, but it's also okay, okay to be able to get assistance, okay? Because you're worthy of that, like you're human. Like it's been for many, many years where we've shied away and like kept ourselves quiet on the inside because we don't feel like we should be seen, heard or felt. We feel like we should just hide away. We feel like we should just shrink, that we shouldn't feel vulnerable because if I express that I'm feeling hurt or if I express that I've got imposter syndrome, I express that I don't feel worthy or enough or that inner critic, it will devalue me as a person if I let someone know about this. 
because it feels like, <clears throat> excuse me, it feels like it's a weak response. Now, on the one hand, I think we should express how we feel. We should be open to working with professionals. On the other hand, we don't want to buy in to it as a way of being that we've got to stay stuck there. Like, oh, this is who I am. I'm not enough. And then express that to everyone for the rest of your life. <laughs> that, that's not going to help. That's just us having excuses and reasons. But I want you to know it's okay to reach out and go, I don't feel good right now when it comes to this situation. I feel threatened on a job level. That there are other people competing for my jobs. Or the business world is changing and therefore I've got to adapt. And I've noticed that I've had this story for a long time. Or I've noticed I feel it now. Where it be past or where it just be present. That there's a part of me which feels scared. It's okay to feel that. It's okay to acknowledge it. Because it can be scary. I know, for example, in my business, okay, I'm self-employed. I'm a business owner. I employ people in my business. And when the last year and a half happened, I had to adapt. Right? I had to. I wasn't going to let down the people that I pay because they have families. They have like what they want to be doing and like their needs have to be met. So I had to adapt. But I also had to be honest in the adaption. I had to be honest with this is a new territory I've never been in. Not from a problem, but as a proper bit, oh, sorry, as a, an opportunity to be resilient, an opportunity to see what I'm made of. Like, what if we change that? And as I said, you might need help with this, but I really want you to get to the place where you've worked with someone, you do it by yourself, where you see these situations and you go, do you know what? Even though this is happening, and it could be beyond the year and a half, it could be about anything. It could be about our family, it could be about the economy, it could be about fill in the blank. I want us to go into situations and rise because of them. Like this is our platform. This is our opportunity to express our qualities. To express who we are and where we're heading. That's what I want us to have. I don't want us to shy away from conflict. I don't want us to feel fear and anxiety and worries and doubts. This is where you start to evolve yourself and go, I'm going to take this moment to wonder what could be good here. But it's going to test me. But it's testing my ability and adaptability in who I am. And I promise you, that's how I see life. I see things as every problem is an opportunity to grow. Every, ch every issue I have is a challenge. And I don't know where I got that from. Because I, I never used to have it when I was very, very young. I was the polar opposite. I was the one who's going to shy away from situations unless it was in certain contexts. Like I was pretty good at football or soccer in America. Well, I was okay. I was good enough, right? And with my, my core set of friends, I was good and safe and I was pretty popular in that sense. But in, beyond that, I used to be petrified.
I used to worry. I used to be f doubtful of my ability and who I am. It caused me to drop out of school and college and things like that. I never passed. I never even showed up to one of my exams. I was that conflicted. So I want you to know it happens. But the fact that I can be on the other side of that journey, the fact that I can go through that transformation, and this is someone who I would have perceived myself as being very, very disadvantaged in the mind because I didn't, I wasn't, I don't know. Sometimes I think about teachers, I think about education, how we've got to be able to speak to our teachers and get them to communicate the why we should learn things, the how things work in a deeper level, the passion, the purpose, the end outcome for us in the future, but that's a different subject. But whatever it was, I felt that way once, but I went over the other side. And it came from hard work, but it came from assuming that responsibility and realizing that I'm sick and tired of playing or being in the shadows or on the sidelines. I was ready to make a decision. I didn't know how it was going to happen. And you may be there right now. Like I said, the opportunities are out there, but on the other side of the equation, there is a, an adaption happening. There's, a, there's a, a transformation happening within organizations, and you may be doubting your own beliefs and your own ways of thinking and how other people are going to think because we're, sometimes it feels like a, it's a frenzy. We've got to be able to go back on the inside and go, even though this is happening, I'm going to double down on myself. I'm going to do whatever it takes to make that change. I'm going to go out there and go within, go out there, but go within myself and go, look, I'm going to adapt to this situation. But I realize, and we said this before, that our physiology has been a, a level of adaption for thousands and millions of years like you are here because of the adaption of um of your heritage the adaption of your ancestors biologically you are a survivor but you're also a thriver but sometimes new challenges happen and we've got to take stock and we go look maybe i need help here maybe i need to work on myself maybe i got to understand what is truth and what is illusionary. If, if I want to stay on the side of fear, if I want to be on the side of anxiety, if I want to live in the worry, if I want to be the imposter syndrome, but then I play that out in my mind and shy away from opportunity and allow the other person to take that opportunity when full well you know logically there's that part of you which goes, do you know what? I, I know I can do this. I feel like if you wrote on paper all your qualities, all your past experiences, all your qualifications, and you sent it to yourself, or you, you sent it away, and it came back to yourself, and you opened it up, and it was just your qualities, and there was no your name there. I bet you look at that letter and go, this person's, this person's pretty good. I mean, I'm kind of intimidated by this person, but it's you. So logically, you've got the experience, you've got the ideas and the knowledge, but it's that part of us which plays out the fear, the worries and doubts, and that's the illusion that we need to get over. That's the worries and the fears that we need to face. Don't run away from your fears. 
I can't remember who did the book. It was Suzanne. I think it was Suzanne. Feel the fear and do it anyway. We've got to embrace some of the fear. Although we should feel the fear and do it anyway, but we should feel the fear and resolve it. We should work on letting go of those limiting beliefs. If you're not taking time to work upon yourself and developing yourself, we might go into issues. And sometimes that is why we are here. And that's how I felt. I wasn't actively working on myself, but we've got to prioritize this time because this is your opportunity to not only get back to where you were, but actually better because of it. Maybe there are other opportunities you didn't know that were out there or that you deleted in your mind because of our own self-doubt and our own self-judgment of who we are. Actually, maybe there's an opportunity right around the corner or right directly within your viewpoint, but you've been deleting it unconsciously, unconsciously, that can not only allow you to be confident and self-certain, but to be abundant too. To have security, to have freedom. This could be your opportunity to shine. So take advantage of that. Begin to go within and go, look, what is it that I really want out of life? Am I happy to settle? Or am I going to go out there and adapt? I'm going to go out there and shine. I'm going to be the example to my my wife or my husband, my children, because that's the other thing, right? I never, if I had children, right? I don't have children, but if I had children, and this based on what I've, I speak about my clients, they don't want to communicate that with their, their children, their insecurities to their children, their, their fears, their worries and doubts. And sometimes they feel like they hide it pretty well. And I, I kind of say, look, 93% of all communication is unconscious because 7% is words, the rest is physiology and tonality. So you might be saying and trying to be a good example to your partner or your children. But if there's a little bit of anxiety there, if there is that self-doubt, it's going to come through your communication. It's going to come through your physiology, your tonality. So in the exact same way, we don't want to be like saying one thing of being a good example, but expressing the unconscious fears to our children. Let's flip the page for a second because maybe we're going into situations at work right now, going into meetings, whether they be on things like Zoom or um, the Google one, whatever it's called. And you're going to these meetings and you're saying all the right words, but maybe you're unconsciously communicating that fear. Maybe your physiology or your tonality, and you know sometimes about the tone. I remember specifically when I was younger, my voice would feel like it was breaking. I'd feel the attention on me and it would make me feel self-conscious. It would cause my, my heart to be <laughs> a little bit quicker. I'd feel the dread and even the nervousness in my muscles. And then I was speaking the words. The words I said could have been linguistically perfect. But my physiology, that doesn't lie. My tonality, that doesn't lie. So on the same notion, we want to be careful of how we communicate with our loved ones. We've also got to be careful of who, who we communicate with those in our career. 
And also, by the way, you, you might be in a career, but you might be the business owner. You might be the entrepreneur. And the exact same thing, you've got to be the leader. This is your time to take a stand. You might feel like an imposter, but you've got to resolve that. You've got to let it go and communicate from the top. You've got to be more certain in who you are and in where you're heading than anyone else in your environment. Which is interesting because I remember a study about hypnosis. There was a study where there was two hypnotists. Now, the one hypnotist, or in fact, both hypnotists were told to produce this hypnotic phenomena within their client or within their subject, the hypnotee, in other words. Now, one of the hypnotists was like, easy. I can do that at any day of the week. Just tell me who and when I can create that hypnotic phenomena in the hypnotee. However, the other hand, the other hypnotist had doubt. They didn't have enough confidence within themselves to produce that hypnotic phenomena within the subject. Now, you can probably tell what happened on this story. The hypnotist who had total self-certainty made it happen. The hypnotic phenomena, perfect. And the hypnotist who did not believe that they could do it, it didn't work. You see, you've got to have a better communication than those around you. You've got to have more self-certainty to be able to express that. You've got to have more self-belief within yourself, within your words, within your, your identity, within the situation, than those in the situation. Because they'll pick it up. And also, it reminds me of another book. I can't remember what it was, which one it was, because he's done so many. It's Malcolm Gladwell, I believe. And it went into like doctors and the... I don't know if it was a tip. It wasn't a tipping point. It was something else. But in that book, it, they did like the recordings of doctors. Now, some doctors would have a certain tonality. Say the exact same words as the other doctor, but based on the tonality and the physiology, it created a different response within the person. That is what we call a nocebo effect. When we say something to the subject, in this case, the patient, and if you think about it, the patient looks up to the doctor and thinks they know everything. If there's any form of doubt or worry or fear in the doctor's mind, you're going to pick it up as a patient because communication is key. So in this scenario, there was an placebo effect when the patients acted out on those fears and worries too. So you've got to think that everything that we do, we are expressing and communicating within our physiology. So when we're going back to work, we've got to get to the point and go, do you know what? I am going to actually work upon myself. I'm going to let go of my worries and doubts and do what has to be done. Because this is my opportunity to grow. There's my opportunity to shine. This is when everything is saying no to everyone else. But guess what? Everyone else is feeling this. This is your opportunity to, to be the example of what can be done. To let go of the imposter syndrome. To focus on what you want and get your unconscious mind on your side. It takes time. With the right help, you can get there quicker. But... Even if it's just time, you've got it. 
So now is your time to let go of the imposter syndrome. This is your opportunity. And of course, if you ever need help with that specifically, in other words, you want to be a part of my eight-week system. We let it all go in eight weeks. If you're a good fit, like you got to apply for this. We only can take on, um, like, I think we only ever offer two to five two out of five people who are going to be a good fit because we are looking for the right person that we can serve. But you can go to josephclough.com, sorry, josephclough.info slash power, josephclough.info slash power, and you can watch our masterclass there. If that's a good fit for you, you'll get on a call with a team. The team will see if we can solve the issue because it's fully customized to your needs. And that is why it is, a, it is a significant investment. I don't mind saying that because this is a life-changing experience and it's fully customized. You have my team working with you. You have me there to support you each step of the way. But that's josephclough.info slash power. You've got to watch the masterclass first. I'm not selling anything on there. It's you to see if it sells upon yourself. If you think this is what I want, I'm ready to take the leap and be the best version of me so life can never be the same again. To be totally invested and all in within your own potential. Now, of course, if that's not for you, that is good and great. We've also got the app. Go to freehypnosis.app and that means you can download and listen to all the free hypnosis um, sessions. We've got over 100 for free. Uh, we've got 582 free episodes in total. We've got the day and night hypnosis sessions on there. We've got the custom hypnosis sessions on there. You can download it for free. And if you enjoy the app within itself at freehypnosis.app, go ahead and leave a review if you're getting value from it. We are producing hours of content. And I say we, I am producing hours of content a week to be able to um, to do that. So if you're getting value from it, you don't have to. Maybe share it with your friend. You might go, that's a lot of rubbish, Joseph. I hate the app. I hate it. But if you like it, feel free. Hope you get value from it. No pressure right here. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Once again, I just want you to know that, yeah, times are changing. We're getting back to work. But rather allow it to be a problem to fester within ourselves. let's use it as an opportunity to grow let's use this as our time to shine and with that i look forward to speaking to you on a future episode many thanks and goodbye